1: That's BlueNile.com.
2: Speaking of famous people, you have said in some of your comedy that you went to high school with Meghan Markle. I did. Welcome back to That's the Gay Ass Podcast. A podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? That you're queer? Whatever the fuck you... Here, it is me, Eric Williams, and this week we have Danielle Perez on the podcast. You've seen her in Russian Doll, you've seen her in Curb Your Enthusiasm, and now you're seeing her on this gay-ass fucking podcast. I do, um, I want to tell you all that I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you, Swifties. I'm thinking about you, concert goers. I personally cannot get myself to go to many a concert. I find it too taxing, but God... To the people who are waiting for eight, ten hours to maybe purchase $10,000 tickets to see Taylor in Tampa, I I say Godspeed. I say I'm here for you. And I, I truly love Taylor Swift. I, I'm not just trying to butter your Taylor biscuit. I love a Taylor, but you can't. it could not be me. We went and saw Muna in concert a few weeks ago. Concert was amazing. We did show up at the time that the ticket said. Like fucking new beanas nubatrons they sh- they got on stage two hours later but we learned we're learning we're listening i do want to get into this week's episode though because from that teaser you can tell the stakes are high i do ask her about going to high school with megan markle specifically because she's made a joke about doing theater with her as a theater facatrini i had to go there we also talk about important american chain restaurants doing some good journalism there And many more gay things to follow Speaking of following, follow along at Gay Ass Podcast Follow me at Eric Wills And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now Do me a favor and click the five star review link boot So we can continue to spread the gay ass gospel Write a note and did you do it? You just did it, thank you so much Enjoy this episode, I love you Perez is on that's a gay ass podcast, and I have to tell you, this is a get. You are the get, and thank you for coming on that's a gay ass podcast.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you for making me feel like a get.
2: (laughs) You are the guest, that's the get, and you better get not gone stay here um so i (laughs) want to tell you that i've been a fan of yours for a long time and so much of your comedy is absolutely fabulous i think one of the things that originally bonded me to you is that your love of brunch and i want to thank you for your advocacy uh you said famously that brunch is something for women and gay men because we bond over our love of wide-brimmed hats and dick and I want to ask you. That joke was that probably was like a year or so you made that. Do you still b- love both the wide brimmed hat and the cock?
3: I do. I love both. You know, um, White Lotus two is out, famously with Jennifer Coolidge. Famous. And I feel like she really exemplifies like <laughs> the love of dick
2: and a wide brim and just a look.
3: Yes a look she's turning looks she's getting boozy at brunch (laughs) she's wearing a wide-brimmed hat She is like that's i i want did you know that um
2: (laughs) did you see that snl made fun of the wide-brimmed hat recently
3: they did
2: they did some so i was actually at a shabbat dinner recently uh and a new friend who i find to be very stylish and gorgeous and fun she said that like the day that she posted a photo of her in a wide-brimmed hat on social media snl did a sketch about how um Every girl now has a wide brimmed hat and it's and I think oh it was Amy Shimmer's episode and her hat got bigger and bigger and bigger.
3: (laughs) Oh my god. I'm pretty sure I know who wrote that sketch. I think that's Jimmy Fowley. Okay. Oh, we
2: love Jimmy Fowley. Who, love Jimmy
3: Fowley. Uh, I
2: would love to get on this podcast. Have I emailed him and not heard back? It's just not official, but I will tell you that he's gonna do it some at some point. I will He's
3: gonna I- do it. He I promise you he will. Um I am not his social media director or assistant in any but way. Do you, but- know,
2: do you know those people?
3: So I did um, CBS Showcase with Jimmy and he co-wrote both of the sketches that I was in and he had a sketch about a girl showing up with an insane hat, just trying to get people to like comment on the hat and like no one would give it to her. You know, it's like very Jimmy Fallon. I love it. Does
2: does the um, uh, making fun of the hat make you want to wear it any less? Or do you say fuck the haters?
3: Fuck the haters. Yeah. Fuck the haters. If anything, I feel like it's making the, the wide-brim hat on trend. You know you're, what I mean? Yeah, you're
2: emboldened to wide-brim hat it. Do you? So when you go to brunch, are you a boozy girl? Or do you prefer just kind of sticking it into the bennies?
3: I'm a boozy girl. Sure, sure, I'm sure. Boozy, yeah. I love now that, you know, I love going to brunch when a place has a program, a cocktail program. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, am I at the Met? Like, am I... <laughs>
2: What are these Am I sitting notes?
3: down? Right, they the, the, tasting notes. They tell you like what it's best like served with or enjoyed with.
2: Okay, so wait. This is my next controversial question. You go to brunch, you get, you drink maybe a fair amount of the the programming. Are you in a place where you are able to hook up with someone, or are you in such need of a nap and questioning your life's choices?
3: Oh, it's definitely you're sending the text, and then you get home and then you knock out. <laughs> very much happened (laughs) getting like after brunch just really excited like oh yeah we're gonna have a afternoon delight (laughs)
2: yes
3: (laughs) just get home and pass out wake up at six o'clock like is it is it day (laughs) is it night i don't know what i've done
2: and at that point your breath is so nasty you don't want anybody come within a football field of you i want there to be like a scientific study of how many sexts have gone out and then how many of those have translated to penetration or bodies rubbing like i want to know there's probably i I would dare i say it's a small percentage
3: percentage. i'm thinking i'm thinking it's around like 10 or less
2: it's minuscule because people just
3: get bold they just shoot their shot now at this point you know what i mean it's like
2: they do but also people are lazy Mm mm-hmm they're textually confident and physically lazy. I I equate it to probably the same amount of Jewish people as are in the world or the same amount of people that fuck after sexting and I'm going to say that's like 2%. Oh,
3: the population's only 2% Jewish people?
2: I think so. I think it's like, what if I wasn't Jewish? Um, I, <laughs> I know, I, I, I was no, like,
3: I, whoa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you see my last name, you're like, sorry, can I just ask a quick, can we stop <laughs> recording for a second? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm i pretty sure it's like two. And then the fucking gall of, I, if I may bring my mother into this, the fucking gall of my mom when I was first like dating people for her to say she would prefer for me to be with a Jewish guy. I'm like, I'm already at a minority in the world. Yeah, that's like, you like, have to knock like a out a Jewish person. 90. 90- and 8%. a gay person
3: and then half of that
2: right exactly and a lot of a lot of people who listen to this podcast are gay jews and let me tell you gay jews we i love you we, i am you but there aren't a ton of us and so like i do know gay jews who have married each other but of course that's a vast minority compared to all the other married couples gay couples i know that have a jewish partner like
3: you have to throw a mixer a gay jew gay <sighs> ass pod mixer a mix and
2: mingle. Someone did, someone did um DM me recently that they think I should do matchmaking on this podcast. Oh and I think it's I my biggest dream is to be a Yenta. Do it. My husband makes fun of me because I have a, a zero for twelve track record. I've never successfully <laughs> set anyone up. But I've I've sent people on dates, but I listen, I, I should not. You can I, set me up. Oh my god, what's your type?
3: Um <laughs> My type is Oh, it's terrible! It's funny. It's comedians, isn't it? It's terrible. Oh, Do you know no, what I mean? So I know it's very bad. It's very bad. You like funny people. I like who funny people.
2: Tend to treat others poorly in their personal. Yeah. Lives. <laughs> <laughs> what if you? What if you met someone that was very corporate, but also like the funny friend in their group? Is that okay?
3: That's okay, as long as they don't have any aspirations to be funny. <laughs> to be a performer. to be okay. funny in a professional setting. <laughs>
2: Because that would be devastating if they're like, you inspired me and they they quit their job. I
3: have dated um, people who low-key want to be funny professionally. And then it's like, oh, no, I find out too late. And it's like, absolutely
2: not. Okay, dark-sided stuff. I got to say, if ever Matt and I have had some tension because we first met as performers. But now he is out of the biz and doing his marketing dream. And I'm so thankful for that. However, he might come up with a funny bit. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to steal that. And then he gets mad that I'm going to steal it. And I was like baby girl if i steal your bit and it does well it's putting food on both of right our tables. that's how for the community
3: this is that a is dual a income, project right hello <laughs> that's how you stay a power couple
2: thank you for saying that and i hope he's listening uh he never does i'm kidding he does but i, I hope that i hope that um i hope he's listening matt give me your bits and then give me your
0: bits
3: Ooh, Bits on uh, bits we. on bits
2: i love bits so much um i do want to also give a huge shout out to one of your other favorite jokes uh my favorite jokes of yours you say uh one of your favorite parts of being disabled is that people ask if you're a veteran And I find that to be so stunning because its it, I equate it to when tall gay boys are asked in middle school if they are the best at basketball. <laughs> it says, <a> sweetheart.
3: <laughs> oh, no, honey, this
2: is... You're barking up the wrong tall tree.
3: Wow. It's like, that's so great that you can observe one thing about me and then just like infer <laughs> all of this other information with no... Like, I'm giving you nothing. Like, <laughs> nothing!
2: <laughs> As Winnie Houston once says, I have Nothing. Nothing
3: nothing
2: Um, and i don't i mean truly the things that people say have you been asked this recently or is it hopefully people are realizing that they'll be canceled faster than they can say navy
3: (laughs) (laughs) the rihanna navy now uh Yeah, no. People are they do it less now, but that's because I'm out and about less in the real world. You know, sure, limiting my interactions. The COVID still. And why
2: would we go out in the world? It's just what's out there. Besides, (sighs) fresh air at times. It's it's uh, we
3: live in Los Angeles. It's the air quality is it's never. (laughs) It's always at a high alert, babe. That's why we get these gorgeous sunsets.
2: It's just all haze, baby, from the Theo, <laughs> 2 It's all aesthetics in science. Los
3: Angeles. It's botulism <laughs> <Truly>. and aesthetics.
2: <laughs> Wait, that is so fucking true. I'm not joking. I had photos taken all of three hours ago because I have a very exciting project
1: Ooh. coming out in a
2: few months. And I'm not joking. The two weeks leading up to it, I was, like, freaking out if I had an ounce of sugar because I was worried of, like, my face looking big or whatever, and then a dear friend of mine said to me, "Eric, people aren't looking at your photos for you to be hot. They're looking at your photos to like just like see who like see you, and like it's like you're are you the next Marvel superhero?" And he said it in like truly the a way that spoke to me, and like it was so real and so true and kind. It was yeah. like, I was like, I know, I f- I know that I. I'm not a troll, and I feel attractive. and I know that I'm handsome and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also not fucking... Insert... Who's who's the who's the hottest man you can think of right now that's, like, that um, su- like Hollywood Oh, type. Michael
3: B. Jordan?
2: I'm not Michael B. Jordan. Like, like break I'm not a retainer? Gonna... Her,
3: like, in <laughs> exactly. your mouth, Michael like, B. Jordan? Like I am,
2: <laughs> you are not gonna see my abs through my sweater. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I am so at peace with that. And when he said that, I was like, you know what, I... Can be hot, but I also don't I think it's LA. I've only been here for one year, but that one year I've have I have too many mirrors in my apartment. Oh no,
3: like, put mirrors over there. Like, or put sheets over that.
2: <laughs> I know, like almost like I'm sitting yes. shiva. I truly like I we had a friend come over who saw our fucking wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling mirror in our bedroom, and he was like, ooh, that looks like kind of sexy. And I was like, you know, 10% sexy, 90% body dysmorphia. It's truly and the lighting is too good here. We have
3: the lighting is, yeah. In my living room, I have um, very large windows, lots of natural sunlight. It Which we love. We're not complaining, we love,
2: but we're also complaining. It
3: encourages you to just spend a lot of time in the mirror. It's not. No, it's not.
2: It's not and, it's, and money on retinol, <laughs> truly.
3: Oh, my God. I do microneedling.
2: <gasps> I
3: love. I absolutely love. Wait, is that loved. something you
2: have to do at, a, at an actual office? That it, I go you, to like, a just,
3: dermatologist, play? but I'm pretty sure you can get it done at a med spa, you know?
2: Wait, and is it like they like roll on your face? Or how so do they it's you? like a
3: needle, right? It's for like collagen, like redevelopment and stuff. So like it punctures you and it's like a motorized oh. needle. They run it over you fast. They like numb your face with cream. It feels like oh. your face is being run through a sewing machine. Sure. And it sounds like it. Um, but legit... <laughs> it very much works like it's like helped like my skin texture like straight up like those are things that cannot be achieved with serums and creams straight up
2: wow yeah and just like Does hyper it violent, after like... your needle
3: no like after your needle you feel like a little raw but then you just kind of feel like you have the sunburn a little bit and it's like three days downtime
2: wow this is, a, this is a plug for micro needling mm-hmm. this this episode brought to you by the sewing machine across your goddamn face yeah i love it you look stunning thank you're you the, the, it really is. Yeah. It's, whatever she's doing is working. Um, well, listen, I, I feel like this is a logical next step to ask you about your roots. Speaking of <laughs> the needle <laughs> penetrating your skin. <laughs> Danielle Perez, whose fault is it that you're queer? Who do we blame? Who do we
3: blame? Is it society? Is it, <laughs> is it the movies? Is it the media? No. Um. Honestly, it's my neighbor's fault. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm on the edge of my gosh darn seat.
3: I grew up in Mount Washington in Los Angeles in like the 80s, 90s, and like all of my neighbors were like older gay couples. So like growing (gasps) up... I had, like, Gina and Irma across the street and Barney and Larry. And, like, literally, my sister and I were the only children. <laughs> like, it was just all so these... So it was you
2: and a bunch of elder gays. Elder
3: gays just having, like, fabulous cocktail parties. And, like, you know, one's an artist and one works in accounting. And, like, a lot of them work for Disney. Just a, L- a lot of architects. Track,
2: track. <laughs> you know? Did you say Barney and Ernie?
3: Barney and Larry and Gina and Irma.
2: Oh my! Well, I just turned it into a, a Muppet special. But wait a minute; these are iconic names. Were so? We, we, you were you? Irma were like
3: lived in an A-frame.
2: Of course, <laughs> they did. It, like, it, 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 you turn the corner, their house is just Vermont. Yeah, There's, like Birkenstocks at the door. Everything else is L.A. Um, I'm so jealous, but you're honestly inspiring me because if and when we have kids, and I'm hoping that we can like afford to have a gorgeous home in L.A. and like they just know fabulous queer people. How? How? What a cool life that you grew up in Mountain Washington. Were you friendly with these people?
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Gene and Irma, like, you know, they, like, came to, like, all of our, like, big events, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Big life events. But Barney and Larry, like, my mom and dad, like, went on vacation with them. Yeah. where they
2: go palm springs
3: palm springs hawaii barney and larry Stop. were living yeah Stop they had a palm it, springs they home living. they had a place <gasps> in hawaii barney and larry Stop. were really it yeah
2: are they still living in the same no neighborhood?
3: both are no longer
2: they both That's, died mm-hmm. yeah can we can we have a moment of silence for for these barney gorgeous gay neighbors <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: i'm gonna make a speech of that is that okay mm-hmm. barney and larry I want to thank you for taking Danielle under your gay wings and flying her to Palm Springs and Hawaii. Even if it was just her parents, I'm going to change it for this speech. You made her see that it's not only marriage between a man and a woman that matters, but it's really being stuck in Palm Springs in a Speedo with a Mai Tai and potentially seeing penetration across the pool. Love is love. Thank you. Love is love. Oh, I'm so happy for you and devastated for me that I, my, the fun, most fun neighbors I had were the Butterfields who once ran into their mailbox. Just kidding. I did it because I couldn't <laughs> drive in snow. Um, so. <laughs>
3: So, Excited for them. Oh
2: yeah, it was a little. It was a little bit of drama on the. I won't <laughs> say the name of my parents' street. God, Doxum. <laughs> Doxum podcast do
3: <laughs> You have to change your security questions.
2: <laughs> oh my god, we were. I was joking the other day that like I'm so easy to get hacked because I just like to have conversation with people. And I'm like, by the way, my childhood, my first pet's name. <laughs>
3: My mom's made a name. Yeah,
2: I just voluntarily The first car this that I had. <laughs> Nissan Altima bitch.
3: Oh my god, I was a Nissan Maxima.
2: Maximista. She went to TJ Maxx at her Nissan Maxima. I sure did. Wow. Wait, can, um uh, so the the gay couple that passed away <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're, like... <laughs> You're like, but how do we Continue learning more about Barney and Larry. You're like, that's so great that you're gay, Danielle. <laughs> you're
2: queer. I'm but. over you, Danielle. I just want to know about the A-frame, the A-frame girlies and the gay, the Palm Yeah, no, guys.
3: Barney and Larry, there was, um, I had just come back from college. It was like my first year back from college in the summer. And there was like a block party and I had martini in my hand, but like I spilled it. And that's when Larry told me, it's like, vodka doesn't And I was like, oh my God, learning lesson. <sighs> like that is you know
2: i cannot wait to be that gay person to one other person in this world just like to tell a 21 year old you know vodka doesn't stain and they're and they're we're all gonna feel so i'll tell my fucking nephews i can't wait
3: yeah yeah tell them tell them
2: should i tell them now the oldest one is four
3: i think you should i think the sooner the better (laughs) (laughs) set them on the right path but no i think it was like I didn't know they were gay like when I was little. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, they're really nice." And like they you like, "Oh, they live with their best friend." Like <laughs> truly. I was like, "I sure. can't wait to live with my best friend." You know? <laughs> like I love it that seemed
2: so much. What a gorgeous, what a gorgeous environment to grow up around, truly. Did you then your queerness is it something that you embraced late in life or was it something that you always knew deep down since you were a kid?
3: I embraced it late in life. I think that I started to like, know in high school. But I think it was just I think like, I also went to like an all girls Catholic high school. So Oh shit. I think it's like, kind of easier, or more acceptable for like girls to be like, well, I have a kind of a like crush on a girl, but like, you don't think it's you kind of think, oh, well, I'll outgrow it or something like that. Or yeah. I just spent so much time with her. So I think that, I, you know, like you can yes. kind of dismiss that if you're not like, yes. I'm like horny for ladies, like all the, you know what I mean? Like if it's right. not that. Um, and then in college, I like hooked up with some girls. And so it's like, I fe- I feel like I was like, well, I'm bisexual because like, I think kind of everyone's bisexual to a degree right like you know what i mean we're all like Mm -hmm, on a spectrum mm -hmm. i don't i think sure some people are like very extreme one way or the other but i think in general like most people are pretty queer or
2: absolutely somewhere
3: in the middle but then i think like kind of like the more i got to be like around gay and queer people like in san francisco and stuff where it was like oh i don't want to like co-op anyone's identity right Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if i'm not dating a woman or i think it's you know i'm attracted to people and not necessarily like i'm only horny for women do you know what i mean like it's kind of felt like if i wasn't like is by not is bisexuality real but like i didn't want to feel like i was like copping out and like and co-opting you know
2: sure 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 so i i I love that you know well you said before we were recording about how Word queer, it feels good to you because it really encapsulates that you are into people and that it's not making you have to really choose or whatever (laughs) it is. And I think that eventually, talking about, like, percentages of minorities, I think that the percentage of queer people is probably going to go up, like, almost indefinitely. Like, don't you think, like, if humans are around in...
3: I know if we survive, if we survive if we survive
2: in like two hundred years, <laughs>
3: Mother Nature doesn't take us out.
2: <laughs> she doesn't I say
3: actually, we're done.
2: <laughs> she's gonna say it's a cut. <laughs> if she doesn't, if she does if she gives us a sequel <laughs> to this thing we call life, I think that more and more people are going to touch bits and they're not going to worry what the bits are,
3: yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think that's just like the way that we now, you know, the language that we use and just how more open, like, our society is and, like, mm-hmm. th- just the greater understanding that we have, like, about sexuality. And
2: Oh, absolutely. I think that
3: that just, like, helps. It only helps everyone be more gay.
2: Everyone be more gay. We're making that merch. That's, um, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you're more okay co-opting <laughs> Um, Speaking of being more gay, one of the safest places that I feel gay is at one of your favorite places to eat, which is the Olive Garden. Oh. Now, I want to say that one of my newest favorite things is to take an edible and then go to either IHOP or the Olive Garden. Is this something that you have always been into in terms of the... Um, what do we call IHOP, the IHOPs and in, in Olive Gardens of the country? Is that like...
3: They're like um, fast chain food. restaurants. But I feel like Olive Garden was like originally branded as kind of more of a like not a high end but like a like a luxury dining experience but like (laughs) a mass market luxury dining right like a cheesecake like a cheesecake factory or like i think red lobster is supposed to be that too right
2: i've never been to red lobster
3: i've been to red lobster once and and my favorite thing was the key lime pie
2: oh shit i I do like a key lime pie i was
3: really disappointed that it wasn't the lobster (laughs) Really sad, well, can't saddened win. by that but i emailed red lobster like where do you get your key lime pie <laughs> i was really feeling that key lime pie it was did like they respond they did they were like unfortunately we have to keep our vendors private shut up <laughs> confidential red but they did give me coupons <laughs> Stop! So I okay. encourage everyone to email Red Lobster.
2: <laughs> I encourage everyone to email their favorite mass restaurants in the America. We should try
3: that for Olive Garden. I bet, <gasps> I bet. I bet I bet I bet. If we ask something maybe about the breadsticks. I was going to say how might. much can
2: more can they do in, in addition to unlimited. <laughs> like sweetheart we've given you all that we have we're 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 scraping the bottom of the barrel for that dough and do you want do you want the barrel i'll say yeah if it says olive garden, yeah
3: if it has alfredo sauce in it sure. <laughs> <laughs> give it to me
2: sweetheart give me the alfredo sauce a barrel and a spoon I, you know what i if i email ihop i think what i want from them is a, a coupon for a free funny face did you ever get funny faces Ooh. when you were a kid it's i never pancake
3: no i know what it is the pancake uh, with the whipped cream i and just smile. mansplained
2: funny face to you i'm so sorry it's
3: okay it's at least you didn't mansplain funny girl that would be can you imagine, <laughs> imagine having to explain the Leah michelle funny girl drama to <laughs>
2: From funny face to funny girl, that is going to be the IHOP funny girl brand the collab. collaboration of century. Are you joking?
3: Leigh-Michelle Leigh on roller skates with a stack of <laughs> pancakes.
2: Don't, tell. wait. Oh, uh, yeah. It's gonna yep. rain on my... And then she gets whipped cream out. <laughs> she spells out parade, but it's all spelled wrong. Puck.
3: Oh. Is making fun of someone who can't read ableist... I, the jury's still out.
2: (laughs) The jury's still out. And um, I'm about to find out if I'm canceled. (laughs) Although I do think that it's been played out, but I think that we elevated it by talking about her uh, doing an IHOP collab. And I think that that's on IHOP.
3: That's next move for them.
2: Your move, IHOP. Is that the episode title? We'll find out. Um,
3: But I'm glad that you find Sanctuary and Peace at an Olive Garden. Because I feel like, carbs with gay men unlimited access to them that is that's a scary place
2: it can be scary but i find that my favorite and in fact all my friendships and relationships gay or otherwise if we place fear anguish devastation around unlimited breadsticks then i don't think we have much to talk about
3: no yeah that's just like not a world i want to live in either
2: Absolutely not. I think that's probably why I don't live in West Hollywood because I enjoy hanging out there when the time calls. But I will go to IHOP or I will go to Cheesecake Factory and read every fucking page of that menu.
3: I love reading it like I've never read it before. Like I know,
2: <laughs> and and I, I I will be honest. I have not been to Cheesecake Factory in a minute, but I think I think it's it's time. I also like a Red Robin. <laughs> is that okay to say <laughs> wow
3: i love this i love that you're sharing um and getting to know so much about you i feel like did you hang out in the mall a lot like as a yes. teen you are a yes. mall teen yeah
2: i was a mall teen i was um i actually was at the mall recently with a friend who was in town and we saw the what the fuck is the cookie place at all the malls
3: oh the um aunt, it's like red and white it's 100%. like annie's or something
2: we're gonna find it on five on
3: tms no oh my god from
2: wizard of oz um mrs fields oh my god
3: (laughs) mrs fields
2: mrs fields cookies i would go i think my mom uh in a way that was beautiful and also tragic gave me my sugar addiction because every time we would go to the mall we would go to mrs fields and like i get two just like they had the gooeyest chocolatiest cookies i would of course get panda when i had my first panda express rice bowl with the chicken and the veggie you were transported I, you were I, like i, I will never
3: forget the time i had a saboro pizza slice in <laughs> the bitch, food court. oh
2: my god <laughs> yeah there's something magical about a, a mall food court
3: i love that you have such sense memory with food at i the do mall.
2: i can literally see the automatic trash can opening for the first time i'm like all of 11 years old i'm like what will they think of next <laughs> <laughs>
3: I I was a real... I loved Claire's. I loved Claire's at the did. mall. Of course
2: you did. I wanted to go in, but I couldn't because I was... <sighs> oh it was God, a different time and place. It was a different time. But Claire's, for you, are, were you, are you a girl that, like... Are you decked out? I just was like- not
3: decked out. My sister was more decked out. I just... It seemed very... It was time-consuming. I wasn't very good at it, you know. Good I at would d- I w- uh Like, you know, putting the clips in and doing a sure. braid and, like... Sure. Doing the whole production to the get fully limited to, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh my god, limited to. <laughs> limited
3: yeah. to. But I definitely, it was a nail polish girl. I had I had a so I had bought an Tommy Girl, but it was like a gift set. So it came with like a <laughs> complimentary like tin. Yeah, <laughs> so a... I put all of my nail polishes in that. All of my like uh, two hundred thirty seven nail polishes <laughs> with every glitter color combination. Uh, I took. Th- I would take that on vacation. Like you can tell, this is pre 11 because that's like highly flammable.
2: It's just <laughs> gallons of liquid
0: too.
3: Taking it on vacation, my dad's like, "What the fuck is in your bag?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we're here for seven days. I need all of this. Like,
0: what I, it's yeah, my what
3: jewels." Need...
2: <laughs> and you're like, "Dad, can we put it in the safe?"
3: <laughs> oh my god i should have asked him
2: <laughs> it's worth a grand total of 8.95 <laughs> not to drag your gorgeous nail polish but wait you do have an amazing bit about having long nails during your first hookup with a girl and you still made her come i'm snapping we
3: did it we did it look at us achieving believing in achieving <laughs>
2: Listen, I'll tell you what they'll think of next after automatic trash cans. It's Danielle flicking that bean <laughs> with a naily glean, beach, <laughs> clink, 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 clink. Um, am I like, that... Can you hear that? Oh, I can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> sa- that was the sound of nails. Is it um something that you have to be really cognizant of? Is nail length?
3: Um, yeah. Well, because like I use a wheelchair, a manual wheelchair, so mm. they can't get too long where I cannot like physically move myself.
2: sure 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 you're like you're like beauty equals pain but to what degree
3: truly yeah it's like it's not not so much pain that like one rips off you know (laughs)
2: that's too much pain
3: but no i get gel x uh, gel extensions and they work very well but yeah i just have to make sure they're not too long that i can't that they get stuck in the spokes
2: sure 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 not a spoke moment do you um circling back to the the type question are you currently single i'm Okay, so can you
3: matchmake me? Yes. Are okay. you
2: kidding? I will yenta all over you, so right. with consent. So, um I first before I yenta you, I just want to give a shout out because this is on top of mine that someone reached out that is a handsome bear type guy in Los Angeles who likes all men but also has a pension for Jewish people. I don't think he is fetishizing us, so everyone calm down. But if you are into a handsome sweet Barry, L.A. man, hit me up and I will work my magic. That is my first matchmaking segment. However...
3: I love that.
2: Danielle, you are into people, but you go into a bar. Is there a quality... Like, obviously, like, funny people. Is there, like, a... God, a queer person who just, like, I'm so so excited. I have more opportunity to set you up because you are equal opportunity. Is there something physically that you tend to be drawn to in any element of a physical person? For sure.
3: Um, I think physically I'm really attracted to more of a bear type. Mm. If, like, they're a man, you know, and a woman too, mm. a person. But I think, like... Mask, but soft. If that makes sense, do you know oh what I God, mean?
2: It does make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I want to find a sweet, but you know what? I'm picturing them right now. I'm picturing the sweetest, bluest eyes, tall stature, maybe a beard if it's a man, and they're a little shy at first, but the second they get one whiskey drink in them. They walk over to you and they ask you about the shirt you're wearing. They're like, I swear to God, my sister has one similar. And I just like, it turns out he has a sister that he loves. They're so close. Oh. And then um, you're sucking face all of 15 minutes later.
3: Perfect. Love that. Love sucking face in a bar.
2: If this sounds like something you would enjoy, contact me at one eight hundred Yenta for free. Uh, it's only for free for now. If I'm successful, I will charge out the asshole. Oh yeah,
3: you're gonna give Patty a run for her money,
2: Patty Stinger. Who? God. Although she does look great. Just, I mean, speaking of LA monstrosity, she looks gorgeous.
3: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
2: Um, Okay, speaking of looking gorgeous, I need to ask you the next famous podcast question, which is, Danielle Perez, if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress, who would you (sighs) save?
3: You know what? It is... I feel like this is controversial. Mm, I can't wait. Because I feel like she hasn't really done a lot recently. But I think that's why we need to save
2: her. Now more than ever.
3: Julianne Moore. <sighs> Do you know what I'm saying?
2: I know what you're <laughs> saying. And Julianne Moore is a character actress that, of course, has worked in such big movies and is so successful but i do find in a gay conversation she doesn't come up as near the top of the list as she should be she And should. you are That's doing the, the lord's work
3: it's like tom ford knew you know like
2: <laughs> there's what's the movie that is super gay the gay movie of gay movies the kids are all right did you see that one
3: yes 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 her Annette Benning.
2: Oh my God. I did not watch it when it first came out. Maybe because I'm self hating. I don't remember why. But when I saw this movie and, and like just the whole Annette Benning, Julian Moore, Mark Ruffalo ness of it all, to see Julian Moore <laughs> be a fucking gay ass woman,
3: be gay and be like, I have a, it's like, you know, totally, I'm making jewelry now. It's like, I guess this is my business. And it's like,
2: <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs>
3: I love that. I do love seeing it's like, it's not just for straight people, too. (laughs) For one partner to just be a little aimless and fully supported and turning their hobbies into a profession. (laughs)
2: That's exactly why I think that the longer we get into history with like art being made, the less it has to be like, well, it's this type of gay story, this type of queer story, this type of lesbian, this type of straight, because like, everyone's bad, right? Or everyone's doing the same cringy things. And so that's how you, in fact, that's how you know you are not an ist or you don't have ism in you is if you know in the bottom of your soul that yes everyone should be treated equally because we're all equally terrible yeah
3: we're all messed up we're all fucked up we all do horrible things we're all horrible to each other
2: exactly but i i do think that julianne moore should be saved and dare i say if the world was ending she would fend for herself very well she would
3: she would survive She's she would scrappy. survive because
2: she would use different accents to um, make people think that she's from Boston. Doesn't she have, like, a really thick Boston accent or something?
3: What? IRL? No.
2: No, no, no. In, in a movie that she did, she had a really, like, a silly movie. I'm not going to pe- be able to come up with it right now. But oh um, she, she is the mother I never had. This is, like, what is that Oprah quote? She is just Julianne Oh, she's Moore.
3: the sister I never had, uh, yes. the best friend oh. I always wanted.
2: Or- Do you know where she was born?
3: Where was she born? In the Midwest? North
2: Carolina. Oh, she's a Southern girl. And her mother is from Scotland.
3: Okay. We're understanding and her the dad Fair is Isle. from New
2: Jersey. Yeah. That's wow. An we love. Interesting
3: combination.
2: God, it's good. God, Julianne Moore is good. Wow. Great answer. I love Julianne Moore. Um, speaking of famous people, you have said in some of your comedy a few years ago that you went to high school with Meghan Markle. I did. Now, you lamented that she became royalty and landed the lead in the High School Musical. Um, Can you tell me, as a theater gay myself, what is the tea?
3: (laughs) You know, Meghan Markle, really, you know, she famously was an actor before she became a princess. Sure was. (laughs) And um, so she was very active in the school theater community. (laughs) <laughs> she was the lead in the pajama game
2: <gasps> sure she was of course she was how, how did she do you can be honest
3: she was fine i mean it was high school everyone was fine
2: <laughs> <laughs> except in like one high school in one random new jersey town you have like the most talented fucking broadway bitch that gets cast in miss saigon at oh. 17 or 18 yes i'm talking about ava noblezada but no there's always not at my school. i mean like not at my school there wasn't like I I'm realizing right now with the person I'm talking about in my life. I went to high school, so I'm from St. Louis, and I would go to this theater conference. And Taylor Louderman was oh. um, we did shows together, and she was in Mean Girls on Broadway, Peter Pan on NBC. She is uh, on Keenan on NBC. She.
3: Yeah, she's, like, legit, legit.
2: Bring it on on Broadway. And when we were, like, 16 or 17, she did this – her voice teacher did some kind of, like, class in front of all these people. And they had Taylor sing, like, an example thing. And I was like, who the fuck – she was from, like, random Missouri town. And she was just, just, like, beautiful, blonde, blue-eyed girl that was belting her tits off. And I was like, if this girl's not famous tomorrow – and, of course, she went to University of Michigan for college. And, like, after her freshman year got plucked out to do the Bring It On tour and then went to Broadway. So Wow. That randomly happens, but apparently Meghan Markle was not that girl.
3: Well, I think I just don't think anyone was like, oh my God, and they moved the heavens. Do you know what I mean? I don't of
2: course.
3: Also, she is not a musical theater girl. Do you know also, what I mean?
2: Not to shade the pajama game, but I don't think you're gonna walk out and be like, God. I was
3: I moved.
2: Was, I was <laughs> moved by the pajamas and the games. Um what were the other what were the other theater? Shows you did?
3: Um, okay, there was Pajama Games, Sweet Charity. Um, was
2: Megan Charity?
3: <laughs> no, she wasn't. Actually, oh my God. Okay, so there was this one girl in high school. So I, you know, grew up in LA. So LA County High School for the Arts, Loxa, was like the fame school in LA. Sure. And so there was like this one girl. So like her freshman year, she like wanted. Like, she was good enough to be, like, a lead, but she was a freshman, so she wasn't a lead. Oh, shit. Because it was like, oh, this girl's really got it, right? Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, she got the lead because it was going to be her last year because she's going to Loxa. Guess who came back senior year? This girl? Mm-hmm. Because it's what? like, ooh, top of the food chain. <gasps> uh our school but then you go to Loxa and it's <laughs> not the same game
2: honey wait so what was what was what and did now she I land think she's like a personal
3: year? trainer yes she
2: is yes she is <laughs> people love her at Cycle. do you remember what the show was that she landed the lead in her sophomore year
3: that was Sweet Charity
2: so of course it was Sweet Charity and then she came back senior year did she also land the lead
3: um oh my watch god watch them
2: do like a completely like they did Newsies <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my god! I truly and wow! Oh my god! I truly cannot remember what it was senior year.
2: It's okay. I'm like, You, probably, you probably I was so it for checked out
3: like senior year. Of
2: Senioritis. Of <laughs> Do you remember that?
3: Oh my god! I'm sorry. Yeah, we had senior. I'm a fucking
2: senior. I could not. Ca- oh god, we took. I mean, I we all said it. What? We all and we took ourselves. I I still think that at times. I take we can take ourselves too seriously, especially when you're when you're a senior in high school. Oh
3: my god, a senior in high school, you think like you it's so lol to think about like a twenty year old or like an eighteen. Teenagers are truly wild because they really think they have everything figured out. <laughs> They're so close to being adults and like they think they are adults and then like they turn eighteen and then are like 18 to 25 and they are like technically adults so they're even more insufferable because you are an adult but you're a fucking idiot <laughs> idiot
2: and then, <laughs> you, and then you watch them walk around the like college quad and you see a bunch of 11 year olds just like like with a backpack thinking that they're hot shit and it's like you are about to be that girl that went to laksa and came and like and realized that you were not the top of the food chain not
3: the top of the food chain you are
2: not booking charity next year you're gonna be ensemble eighty fourth member and you're gonna realize that rehearsals are really long and hard i'm trying to make an analogy about how life is like um high school musicals but seriously we i i i think my my least favorite quality in someone as in like a now a 33 year old is someone who takes himself too seriously
3: You can't. It's life is like it's just it's going to be so painful for you, and also painful for everyone around you. Frankly, I was going
2: to say it's like it's so clear the way that people treat you based on their own issues with themselves in the world. And I was telling someone the other day that while me talking about moving to LA is quite obnoxious because it's it's been a full calendar year, but I'm noticing just in this chapter of my life, meeting new people, you instantly can tell. When someone wants to have a genuine connection with you versus they are treating you based on how much they hate themselves or the world. Mm -hmm. And I've truly only met a few people like that here. Like, here's an example. I was talking, I'm gonna keep it very vague because Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to know Mm -hmm. who I'm talking about. But I was also
3: DM if you think you know who this person is.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, DM if you think you know, yeah, please. Um, But they were talking and then I added to the conversation and then they immediately said that what i was saying was boring (laughs) or they were like oh this should be good and i was like
3: oh okay wow that is so bold and brazen it's like do you know me
2: brazen do you know me sweetie this this story i'm telling has a beginning middle and
3: end
2: and uh
3: we're giving you character arcs
2: hello i'm gonna be a new person by the time the story has finished there are
3: recurring guests in this i mean that's (laughs) That's so rude. Like, I rude, feel like you can rude. only talk to people... Like, the only people you can talk to like that are, like, your family.
2: Exactly. <laughs> your family are,
3: like, best friends, you know? Like-
2: exactly. And that's, like, why my friend said that I'm not trying to be, you know, Chris Evans for this photo shoot. I And I, I was like, you're saying this because you love me and, you know, like, I... Like, but if this person who I'm talking about said that to me, I'd be like, fuck you. Oh,
3: <laughs> like, yeah, no. It's like, who, how dare you?
2: How? It, and, wow, that's actually a very good point. It's all about... You need to read the room, and it's all about perspective. Vote like
3: sounds like they have the same affliction as Lee Michelle. They can't. <laughs> <I>
2: guess, <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, full circle, and talk about a character arc. Back to Leah Michelle.
3: All roads. This lead. episode
2: was brought to you by IHOP. <laughs> um, well, listen, I. I'm going to ask you a question before we say goodbye that I did not prep you on, which is Danielle Perez. What is the best Whoopi Goldberg film?
3: Oh my God, Karina Karina.
2: <gasps> you did not have to think for a second yes. Can you give me the elevator pitch because not a many not a lot of people say karina karina and i'm not saying that you're i'm saying your answer is stunning but can you tell me why it is for you
3: people don't fuck with karina karina okay i get it sister act sister act two classics we love we love lauren hill we love a nun does wild things and it's whoopy of all people <laughs> We love Saving the Rec Center, the church, the children, all of that. Yes, we do. The thing about Karina Karina that's, like, wonderful is that, like, it is just a real... And granted, oh, God. Now the more I think about it, I'm like, is this problematic in the way the help is problematic? But Karina Karina is really... You know why I love Karina Karina? There's a scene in Karina Karina where she... Whoopi Goldberg is, like, basically the housekeeper nanny mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. man. I think his wife dies or, you know, that's the only acceptable way for a man to be single and still um, lovable, right? <laughs> his wife had to die. So, you know, the little girl is sad. She misses her mom. And Karina is there and, like, loves her and takes care of her. Um, but there's this really beautiful scene. I don't. I just have it, like, burned in my brain of... The little girl going through the car wash with karina and seeing all the colors of the different soap and seeing Mm -hmm. it like wash right like Mm -hmm. and how exciting it was for that little girl and how she just was like oh my god this is like something fun and new and different and she like For her birthday, her grandparents ask her what she wants to do, and she makes them take her to the car wash (laughs) so that she can experience that. And it's like, you know, obviously the grandparents don't get it, but it's like... I think, like, that's the thing that Karina Karina is, like, supposed to be about. It's, like, this woman is unexpected and, like, showing you joy at, like, kind of different, special, more simple things. And
2: mm, I have not seen Karina Karina in so long, and I love to be reminded of Whoopi's catalog because...
3: She has a vast one.
2: She really does, and I I pray every day that... Sister Act three is made; that it is good, and that Whoopi is on camera more. In addition to the view, yes, amen. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on. That's a gay ass podcast. Can you please tell our gorgeous listeners where to follow you?
3: Follow me at Diva Deluxe No E at the end on Instagram and Twitter, um and check me out on the latest seasons of Russian Doll and Curb Your Enthusiasm. So,
2: hell fucking yes. You're a goddamn star, and I will maybe see you out in the devastating LA air with a mask on.
3: Yes, I would love that.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you would like to be match-made, send me a DM. Tell me what your type is, where you live, and I don't know... Maybe what character actress you would save. That will be all I need to set you into a night of passion and penetration. If that is your thing. I'm at Eric Wills on Instagram. Follow me. Follow Danielle. And if you like this episode, I don't know, tell a friend. We'll see you next week.